definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome on to the end of the bench. I've already scared Collier, scared him to death, made him jump. It is uh, us, Hacks, Collier, and Lucas going to take you all the way to the top of the hour. Did we, uh, let's see, I wasn't here yesterday, right? You were not. Did you do Tears of 12 yesterday? We did do Tears God, of 12. How much you guys stealing our bits? What? Well, it was, it's a Tuesday That's thing. Yes. We can trust, trust me, we can get yours and compare them because mine in shambles after uh after yeah, last night. This happened this is the second week in a row. Yeah. Where I've had more to go on than you. Hey, well, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um no, I I don't, I don't mind it. I, I know mine's a complete mess, and I have switched it up like crazy too, compared to the week before. So and then uh then they go and have what, three out of the four row teams win last night. Wouldn't have guessed that at all. Uh, Houston's the best team in this league. Yeah. And I think it's sort of close. Um, I, I tell you this, you know, yesterday I was on tech talk with, uh, Clint and I, I talked quite a bit about Texas and, um, I started listing off their personnel and I'm like, how can you not win? With that group, with that group, because the the talent is is ripe. There's a lot of um, ballers to go around, and I wondered about you know what that would look like last night. It looked like it had a what a sellout crowd at Lloyd Noble Center, and Texas goes in there and kinds of chews them up. It doesn't surprise me because I said Max Aismas. This is what I said yesterday. I was like, this guy's just kind of been laying there and wait, kind of in the weeds, kind of just not doing what he is known to do at the level of doing it. So when he does have it click, look out. And I think he went for 22. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you all went through, okay, they got uh, Hunter, DeSue, Dylan Mitchell, all these guys that are really good players. But it takes me back to watching – it was fun last night because – the boy and I basically had a Big 12 marathon. We had uh, his school computer pulled up on the ESPN Plus and then whatever games we could find on the regular um, YouTube TV. And we watched hoops for a long, long time. Um, with what Houston was able to do, go up there to BYU in front of 15, 16, 17,000, whatever it is, uh, against, I think, a, a really good team. And come away with what you know the final number looks to be sort of comfortable. It's not like it was down to the last possession or anything. Uh, Houston's the best team in this league because I don't think Kansas could have gone up there and done that. I just don't. Now, if you go, you know, play play at Allen Fieldhouse, sure they can yeah. beat anybody and everybody, but I don't think they're able to do that. What do you think? No, well, it, I mean, even BYU at that game was a two or a one. It was a tie game, wasn't it, with two minutes left. I mean, it was close there at the end. Houston was able to pull it out. But, yeah, I mean, yesterday I had Houston won, and I think that will probably be a steady one for the majority of the time. You've mentioned Kansas's flaws. They just look like a different team. They don't look 
as good. Now that changes, I'm sure, you know, when we're past the halfway point and they figure things out with the group of guys that they have. But at this point right now, just looking at all of these box scores and having a chance to watch some of the games, I think the one thing that makes you feel good about what Texas Tech is doing during this, Grant always preaches, you know, play hard for 40 minutes, and I know all coaches do that. Mm -hmm. And it seems like we, I know we're closer to it, but we've seen them progress and be able to do that, or at least closer to that, I think a lot recently, right? Like oh, yeah. you you go to the Oklahoma game and this goes back to what I think I've told you every single time we've done a tiers of 12. Oklahoma doesn't do that. Oklahoma plays in spurts. Mm-hmm. It was a nine they were down 9 to well, 2. I saw one they of those up. spurts yesterday with um is it Coleman? I'm just not that familiar with their personnel yet. Yeah, but I, he went and had a highlight reel get off me dunk. And then they stole the ball, and he went down and dunked it and got an and one. So he scored like five points in like 25 seconds. I was like, geez. Yeah, and that's what they do. I mean, Look at this guy. But then all of a sudden it just goes silent. I I didn't get to watch the end of it because I was picking Brooks up from practice, but pretty sure OU scored six points in the final 11 minutes of that Yikes. game. That's you a can't, loss. Yeah, and that makes you feel good when you're going up there this weekend because – they have stretches where they just don't know what they're doing. Now, they do look athletic, and they can get up and down the court. They take some really quick threes if you don't get back in transition, but very stagnant, and if you can withstand a little bit of a run, you should be pretty good against them. Yeah, I mean, I have pretty good feelings. I know people usually go, oh, now they're going to be really mad because they lost the previous game, and I think that applies some, but also at the same time, um, not. I just like it's a new game, new day. Uh, one o'clock will be that game on Saturday. Lady Raiders play tonight. A big one for Coach Krista Gerlich and her crew. That is a six o'clock tip. And uh, Chuck and Fink, or Fink and Chuck, they'll be on the call at uh, 5 30 against Houston. Hard to believe they're already going to take care of that series in its entirety tonight since they opened up the season conference wise with that game. In late December, down in Houston, Lady Raiders won that one. They need to win again tonight. High School Fan Zone will be tonight on 100.7 The Score. And Auburn, Alabama will be on Double T 97.3. That's your lineup this evening. Um, Lady Raiders definitely need a dub. Yeah, we talked to Krista Gerlich yesterday, and you don't remember back to that game other than the fact that they won by eight points. Eight points, yeah. But they they did something that they haven't done a lot of this year, and that's get off to a fast start. Mm-hmm. They led that they they won that first quarter thirty one to twelve, I think. Domination. Domination. If you look at the rest of the game, though, Houston won every other quarter. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of battling that. Hey, don't think you guys jumped out and beat them, and uh, it's going to be a cakewalk because you know they've been talking about making it to the NCAA tournament all season long. If you want to keep that hope alive, and I know we're not even to the halfway point here, but they're what three and four in conference play. If you want to keep that hope alive, you darn darn need darn sure need to win tonight. And then you've got a TCU team. How about that last night? TCU team that had to forfeit a couple of games. Granted, they were a good TCU team before they did that. They get uh, some walk-ons and they win last night against UCF. You you got them coming in this weekend. Those are two games you got to win. 
that one now scares you, even with four walk-ons or whatever on. Unbelievable. They're able to to conjure up a victory there with what they've been going through. You can hit us up today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line with your questions. In the uh, near future, at 1145, we'll have the official Ask the Bench Warmers. I'll do my tiers of 12. we got an Andre joke of the day. Russian Andre will make an appearance today. That'll come up at 10 o'clock. Just after 10 o'clock, we'll hear Russian Andre's joke of the day. Uh, I had forgotten about it, to be honest with you. I, I cut this on last Thursday after the show. Uh, we only have two more shows left with basketball. So I wanted to get it played before tomorrow because I'm sure I'll yeah, get, get another, another one. Yeah. Russian Andre joke. But that'll come up at 10 o'clock. So chat line, basketball talk, tears of 12 for me. All that and more coming up here on a Wednesday edition of The End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on The End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Just watching a highlight of Chauncey Phillips trying to call a timeout. Trailblazers uh, ended up losing to the Thunder last night. And it got crazy because Trailblazers led most of that game. He was trying to call. He was almost tied up. He was trying to call a timeout. They didn't give him the timeout. He put it back on the, he put it back on the deck. They called a double dribble. They double-teched him up, and <laughs> then the Thunder hit free throws and were able to get that victory over the Trailblazers. Uh, Adrian Beltre is in the Hall of Fame, along with Todd Helton and Joe Maurer. You've got Lady Raider basketball tonight, as we mentioned, 6 o'clock at the USA. Big one with Houston. And then uh, tomorrow is our uh, second-to-last uh, Red Raider basketball with Grant McCaslin. So get out there. Other hoops coming up tonight. Uh, again, a massive hoops night last night. <clears throat> it's that way again tonight as you've got Kansas State at Iowa State at 8 o'clock on ESPN2. Hilton Coliseum will be rocking for that one. Both those teams 14-4. and four. It's a huge night in the SEC with games like Arkansas at Ole Miss, Mississippi State at Florida. Got to get that one for Lucas. Also in the Big East, Providence and Seton Hall. Tons of action happening across your tube tonight. Wherever you're watching it, you can uh, do that. Colorado State's still in the top 25. They're playing Nevada tonight. And then watch out for Colorado, future Big 12 opponent. They play Washington at 10 p.m. Let's see. Will Rogers uh, is out of the transfer portal and is going to stay at Washington. So he went Mississippi State for his entire career. Washington, transfer portal, Washington? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gundy's kid did that yesterday. I saw that. Out of all the places on planet Earth that I figured Gunner, right? I think it's Gunner. Gunner Gundy would be going to college. I would not have guessed the one. That he ended up landing at. Where's Where's he going? You didn't see that? Uh-uh. Pretty sure he went. He picked Alabama. Oh, I thought that was fake. Oh, really? Maybe it was. I don't I, believe I saw half that. the stuff I see. I saw, but that, I saw uh, that, and I was like, edit. Huh? I think that's. I think it's fake. But could be wrong. I mean, um, am I thinking which one's the one that? was at 
OSU? I think it's Gunner. Gunner, okay. There's a gauge out there too. Okay. That's good because I was a little shocked. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Ohio. No, I I don't think I want to play for the Bobcats. Let's go play for the Tide. Yeah. Well, there there has been some changes there. A lot of people are leaving. They they need some bodies. Uh, TCU able to get a win uh, out of uh, Oklahoma State. Cowboys are 0-6 in conference play. TCU wins. Texas wins over Oklahoma. BYU loses to Houston. And West Virginia lost to UCF. Did they get them all? Yep, that was all four of them. I'm really enjoying this little time off, but I also want to be back in the mix. You know, because you're four and one. Let's get back in the mix. Yeah, I know. You, it would be different if you, even though I guess somebody on the chat line, I guess at some point Grant McCaslin said that the break was coming at a good time. Do you think it's at a good time? Yeah, because I think they were starting to get tired. Yeah, well, you're going to get tired at a lot of points. Mm-hmm. It just seems early, you know, maybe halfway point, maybe a little after that so you can have your legs for the stretch run at the end of the of the regular season. But you're right. I mean, energize early here. Maybe you can pad that uh, lead, quote, unquote, lead at the top of the Big 12 standings and feel like, you know, that, that can go a long way and make you, well, you would think, make you feel like you belong up there and keep playing a lot better basketball even if you are tired. Hit us up at the Yates Flooring Center chat line like Bobby Hot Dogs just tuning in. Did I already miss the battle for the Viking? Did you hear about this yesterday? I did not hear about this yesterday. I am trying to do something during tech talk most of the time, trying to slap a show together. Uh, Viking says it was me that gave him the name. Wow. Hmm. Was it on the day that we were both in the studio? I don't know, but he was not coerced. I just remember, I just remember, maybe I just agreed with you but i remember calling him the viking like the first time that i saw him again in that studio he was sitting off to the Mm -hmm. to the left of the uh learning Mm -hmm. learning from lucas and i swear it was one of his first days was the day that the two of us did a show together Mm -hmm. it was one of my first days there so i probably could have forgotten misremembered if you will at least choice hadn't got him fired yet yeah that's true but choice hasn't well i guess they do work together now Choice brought it up. He's done his own show, I think, seven times <laughs> since the first of the year. Lots of high school hoops, lots of holidays. Uh, let's see. Donkey basketball night was big business in small towns. I might even go out for a pizza after. That's from the editor. Never did donkey basketball. No, oh, thank God. You didn't miss anything. I've watched other people do it, though. Tech men's hoops played three conference games in five days with seven guys in 2022, including a win against Kansas, who won the Natty that year. TCU girls have no excuse for quitting. <laughs> Shelly just chimed mm-hmm. in. I don't think she's right. I, I could have I could have built this studio here, and Shelly Shelly would have said somebody else built the studio. So. <laughs> The only good thing I've ever done in, in Shelly's eyes is wear pink hey, boots on television. Yeah, but last week was different. I don't know. 
Don't you remember that? No, I don't. The compliments? The compliments? No, I don't. She was complimenting you last week. I don't remember compliments. I really you don't. You sound like coaches. <laughs> I only remember the losses. I only remember the losses. Come on. I've got a lot of L's. The losses are the only thing that stick with me. I don't remember the wins. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if it was seven guys with that Kansas victory, but I know it was a very much depleted roster because you had Kevin McCuller and Terrence Shannon sitting side-by-side side on the bench. Now, there may have been somebody else that, was dinged up as well that didn't play. But I remember that being an all-hands-on-deck, really tremendous victory. That's the one where Malik Wilson hit a three on the right wing. It was it's only three in like the entire month. That's one thing that got me a little bit worried last night for Houston. I was watching them, and on back-to-back trips, they had Malik Wilson threes go in the air. And I'm like, Malik, that's not your game. Yeah, Even you know that's not your game. But he fired one up from the left corner, fired one up from the right corner. But he did have a three that helped you beat Kansas that day. Um, yeah, I know there, there, are different, there are different philosophies everywhere you go. I mean, like, who was it that decided not to come down? Was it St. John's? Yeah. St. John's is like, yeah, yeah we're, we're not coming. You know, if that had been flipped, Texas Tech has a Big East challenge with St. John's. Even though there was COVID still lingering around. Yeah, that, I think that was their, their out. Their excuse. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, out, excuse. Texas Tech would have made that trip. Yeah. I promise you. Just like when it was coming down to decision time on whether to play college football. Well, the Pac-12 or the Big Ten says, oh, Pac-12 says, of course, we're out. Mm-hmm. We're not going to play. Big Ten says, we're out. And then, of course, you know, the SEC says, uh, we're playing. ACC, we're playing. Big 12, we're playing. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's playing. That's, you know, some, some form or fashion, they were playing ball. But... Yeah, even with seven guys or however many it was that day, I mean, we we, we were playing. And it was a good thing because you ended up beating Kansas. I don't know their situation. I wish I knew TCU's situation a little bit more. There had to be more to it. It can't just be, well, we didn't, we didn't want to play those games because we were going to lose them. Because technically, I guess they did get losses in conference play. Now, overall record, it didn't Is, affect isn't, them. Isn't Kansas State killing it? Well, their best player, Aoka, I can't, but she got hurt and she's out for four weeks. So, like, by far their best player got hurt like a week ago. So, they're kind of, not that they're not good, but they're missing a big piece. Somebody that regularly is Mm -hmm. a Big 12 Player of the Week nominee. So, Mm. playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's hour number two of the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score, a Hacks Collier and Lucas edition of the program on a gloomy Wednesday morning here in Lubbock, Texas. But uh, hump day getting you over the hump to the Lady Raider 
basketball game coming up tonight at 6 o'clock on 107.7 Yes FM. We're going to further break down Big 12 basketball and what we've seen from the action last night because there was a ton of it. I'm going to give you my tiers of 12 at 10.45 and um, see where they match up with David's from yesterday because he had a lot less information to go on than I do now because of all the games that were played last night. There is a game tonight within the conference, and it's a very interesting one. Kansas State is at Iowa State, Hilton Coliseum late night. Should be a lot of fun up there as those two clash. Kansas State currently tied with Texas Tech for the Big 12 lead at 4-1. and one. Each of those squads 4-1 and one apiece. The next opponent for Texas Tech is Oklahoma. Sooners got rolled last night by Texas. All of a sudden, the Longhorns playing better after their little hissy fit that they had about the horns down where UCF came back to beat them. UCF did win again last night over West Virginia, so a lot happening. But the most important thing that's happening is today's joke of the week from one Russian Andre. All right, I'm back with Andre. We've just finished up the coach's show, and he's got uh, maybe maybe some jokes for us. What do you got for us today? My, my second, uh, after long cons, my second favorite kind of jokes are jokes about Mike Tyson. Okay, give me a Mike Tyson joke. My favorite one is, have you heard about the new computer invented by Mike Tyson? It got two bytes and no memory. <laughs> Perfect, Andre, thank yeah. you. Do you like Texas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Texas no, no, University of Texas. University of Texas. Uh, put it this way. I, I don't miss a chance to make fun of them. Okay. And can you give us a horns down? Oh, yeah. Here is horns down. Horns down. Oh, All yeah. Right. All right. One more time. I just stop it after the joke because it's, it's, it's hard to make out. You really have to dial in and concentrate listening to Russian Andre. One more time. Real quick. All right. I'm back with Andre. We've just finished up the coach's show. And he's got uh, maybe maybe some jokes for us. What do you got for us today? My, my second, uh, after long cons, my second favorite kind of jokes are jokes about Mike Tyson. Okay, give me a Mike Tyson joke. My favorite one is, have you heard about the new computer invented by Mike Tyson? It got two bytes and no memory. <laughs> well, two bytes? Oh, no memory. Russian Andre. He's an entrepreneur. <laughs> You can tell why that takes it out of you to try and do the Andre impression. It, you have to be very abrupt. <sighs> I can't. You should have loaded up on those. You need to get like seven of them. Get us through the rest yeah. of the basketball season. Yeah. I don't know if you can, but. Maybe I can. Have them knock out Boom's two down. of them. He, uh, I love it because, you know, he used to just come in there and basically steal food. And sit there and wait for everything to calm down. And I'm in a good mood because the show's over. And then he would sneak his huge plate of barbecue. Now I put his rear end to work. Like, pull that down. Get speaker, <laughs> speaker. All right, speaker down. Tripod down. Put the tripod there. Um, And then, so you know, he works for five minutes and gets a massive plate of barbecue. It was a pretty good deal. Tomorrow on the end He's of the day. He's a entrepreneur. Jeff Axton and Andre, he's just going to come in and just do the show for me. How, how long? I mean, like, I mean, I know people love Andre, but like, really, how long could you stomach it? I mean, 
No, you get pretty to. old. I will say this: he was pretty focused with his mm. joke this time, compared to the previous one where he was like, uh, 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 like, sounds like that another live shot joke thing. Uh, one of the more painful ones to ever watch. Did you ever see the one where they're crushing grapes? And the reporter's there with the woman, and they're doing the live shots. And the woman that's crushing them falls out of the thing oh. and, like, lands on her face. And she makes that noise. <laughs> it's pretty painful. It, <sighs> it hurts to watch. Again, something else we're going to watch during the commercial break. Really worked out with your uh, hillbilly hair, by the way. Add every 15 seconds. I remember it. I just don't have the photographic or whatever memory Promenade that you have across the floor sashay right on out the door yep it's great absolute greatness um let's see yates floor center chat line uh, okay all right here we go i like this one this is good um Dude just makes me want to chug a bottle of vodka. That's from Bullfighter. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hacks, I'm watching Locked In about uh, McCaslin's roster grading, and I'm getting frustration about Demarion. Can you give me some info on what good he has done for the team this year, whether it is in practice or whatever? So frustrating for some reason. Okay. I'm... This is a an interesting. It's an interesting individual when you're trying to break him down, and when every and I do it every game. I think I have one right here. Yeah. So this this is where it gets frustrating because I refuse to stop writing down his name. Like I've started, I've stopped for the most part writing down Emily Yalaho. Okay, yeah. I know that he's played in a handful of games and if he does show up i know he hasn't done anything statistics wise so i can just say hey this kid's basically getting his first real run in conference play so i've you know you need room on these things and again this is how i I do it and you can't see anything on television but i i use a lot of this real estate that i write down but i refuse to stop writing into marion because of this he's played in 89 division one basketball games he's made 35 starts he has 816 career points. Um, that is one fewer point than Chance McMillan. It's more than Kerwin Walton. It's more than quite a few on the roster. Darian Williams. Now, I am talking about some of these guys that are younger guys. Demarion has 40 double-figure games, none at Texas Tech. This year, he scored a total of two points. So... He, his time for being a contributor and somebody that helps out this team on the floor, I think, is over with. But I do see him still having a great attitude in practice. I, I see him playing as hard as he can. He gives a lot of effort. He's he's an upbeat guy. He's not a rah-rah guy, but he's a guy that you have to have when you're trying to get better. Listen to Coach McCaslin all the time. We got to practice because we got to get better. Yeah. We don't get better without guys like Demarion. So if you feel like crushing him, 
Maybe take a step back, and and, and I can give you more. When I was about to say, I would like a little more maybe your reasoning why he isn't in there just for a couple of minutes, like Lamar at times. Lamar's only out there a little bit. He obviously makes an impact when he's out there. You would think that you could get more out of Williams. Yeah, Lamar's averaging 11.3 minutes. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, everybody. Our number two about to come to an end here on 100.7 The Score. Uh, we are at the Raymar Compound here in downtown Lubbock, Texas, right by the Lubbock Tornado Memorial. And uh, having a good time with you on this Wednesday. So thanks for being with us. Gonna hit us up with the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We got Lady Raider basketball tonight. Excited about that. Texas Tech and Houston on the airwaves at 530. 107.7 Yes FM with Chuck and Fink. And then uh, don't forget about the high school fan zone. 100.7 the score. Auburn, Alabama coming up at 615 on WT 97.3. We've done a lot in this show. We've talked about uh, nicotine and uh, advertising and marketing and t-shirts and uh, cartoon characters and it's january you know i mean it feels like it's august you know that's what happens when you have a an off day in the middle of the week for and then you need um all you need is a mount rushmore you know to throw in there who's on the mount rushmore of blah 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 um mount rushmore of nicotine no you you can think about it i can't (laughs) i don't do that stuff no. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. As I sip from the soda, I'm sure someone spit in. That's also player haters ball. All right, let's go uh, tiers of 12 for me, the Hacks Dog, now. Tiers of 12. All right, I have more knowledge than David did. Collier did it yesterday with choice as far as the tiers of 12 go, so... I had all those games to study last night to tell you who I think is the best and the worst in this conference. I know who the worst is. Yes, that's a pretty easy one. Even though I will say that was a closely contested Man, game. Man, did you – I mean, it's it's their fault, but I, I wish I would have – maybe I did screenshot it. I can't remember. Um, Out of their – Oh, whatever it is. 11 losses. I mean, it's right here in front of me. Let me see real quick. Yeah. Out of their 11 losses, um, like seven of them are five and less. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been competitive. Yeah, it's competitive. I mean, they, by, they, they led by 17 yesterday against TCU. They led by 10 against Kansas State on the road. I mean, they have some decent players, but there's, they're definitely the worst team in yeah. this league. So they're in a tier by themselves. Um, this is the going to miss the NCAA tournament tier, and I have it as uh, West Virginia, Central Florida, Cincinnati. We are all we are all even there after the uh-huh. bottom the bottom four. Okay, well, it's probably about to change. Yeah, it'll change a lot. Going to make the dance tier. Let's see. I'm going to count these out. Hey. That's, that's ten that'll make that's the dance. 10. Okay, I'm sticking with it. No, there's no way they allow 10. No way. You don't think? Mm-mm. 
let's say a couple weeks ago, I think 11's the record. And that happened in like 2011. They'll get nine in. I got your Sooners. Okay. I got the I got the Froggies. Okay. I got the Cougars of BYU, and I got Texas to round out the kind of middle ground tier. All right. One, two, three, four. Sixth, as we jump to another tier, K-State. Fifth, Iowa State. Fourth, Baylor. Three, Texas Tech. <laughs> that ends that tier. Battle for the championship of the conference. Kansas 2, Houston, a resounding one in this league. Yes, we were good on the first four, and then it just went haywire. But I I did say this yesterday. I think I'm going to start treating this at this moment. I'm trying not to look ahead, because if I look ahead, I think it's always going to be the same for the most part, especially at the top, right? I'm always going to think Kansas and Houston are going to be one and two in some form or fashion. So instead of treating it that way, uh, working my way up from 10, I went with Texas because at the time they had lost to UCF. Uh, they did have that last second win over Baylor, but I was, I don't know. Underdogs I, last night. You yeah, know. underdogs last night. I think that they would be a lot better program if they had a different head coach. So I had my reasoning, and it's not because I don't like Texas because, trust me, I just told Hacks during the commercial I can't stand watching OU play basketball. Uh, nine, I think we both had TCU there. I had BYU at eight, so Baylor that. seven. So this is where it kind of changes. I, Iowa State at six. I had OU at, at five. Trust me, if I had the knowledge from last night, I would have kept them down like I think I've had them in recent weeks. Kansas four. Again, I know they were both on the road, but they still had come off of two losses with Iowa State uh, coming up this weekend. I don't really count a win over Cincinnati as that much of anything since we're there located Kansas State three, Texas Tech two, and Houston one. So you were all excited about your Texas Tech three. I had them at number you two. Why not at this step point? Above. I mean at I, this I know, point, I, I know I know that you've got depth issues. You've got more than half of a basketball season and more or a conference mm-hmm. season to go. But if I'm like right now, because like I said, if I'm projecting Three weeks from now, I'm always going to have Kansas and Houston one too. So I just well, let's do this. This is an interesting <laughs> exercise here. You have Texas Tech. By the way, it's it's wild. The top two teams currently, the four and one teams, have some of the worst net rankings in the Big Twelve Conference. Texas Tech is 34 in the net, but K State's 69 in the net. Um, a combined record of 29 and seven, but yet um, two of the more poor. I mean, like K-State's net is worse than UCF's. Wow. So as we kind of kind of grown about 34, <coughs> hey, at least it's not. And that's probably part of the reason you're down there in the down 34. Just, you're okay, that exercise that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Kansas State. You're done with. Houston, you're done with. Kansas, one more or one to come, and that's at home. Baylor, home and home. Iowa State, one on the road. Oklahoma, one on the road coming up Saturday. Still two with TCU. Texas at home. Two with UCF as we get down further into the bottom of the league. BYU, done. Cincinnati, one. 
West Virginia won. Oklahoma State won. So that's eight games, I think, of all of the ones that in our tiers are um, eight or lower. You know what I'm saying? The bottom. I know what you're the saying. bottom. So you have eight games there to go with your four that would get you to 12, just assuming that Texas you Texas Tech to. Big 12 champion. See? Year one of Grant McCaslin. Unbelievable. My son's been right this whole time. Just three losses, Dad. Three losses in conference play, and I've been laughing at him. Um, He's right. It, this will hinge on how you do with Baylor, on how you do with TCU, on how you do with those two with UCF, because those, you know, we thought those were gifts, the fact that you're going to get those guys twice. You need to turn mm-hmm. that into what we thought it might be, which is two Ws. You get those two, you're really stacking it up. Uh, the trip to Iowa State is going to be brutal. Kansas yes. at home, toss-up. Uh, but what I'm looking at here is just extremely encouraging. And again, if you can find a way to win, win in Norman on Saturday, you'll be like, hey, and I said this two days ago, you know, you win at OU, you need to start considering yourself a serious candidate to win a Big 12 championship. Or at least be right there at the end. Which I think everybody would have probably taken before uh, the season started. Yes. Considering how many conference wins they have last year? Five? Five. Five. You just need one more to equal that. <sighs> Through six games. Don't forget the 0-10 start. That's why, again, uh, I don't have a whole lot of attachment to Oklahoma State basketball anymore. Um, it used to be the thing. It used to be, I mean, the thing. Like, we kind of see the crowds here now and and winning all kinds of NCAA tournament games and Elite Eights and the Final Four every 15 years. Um, but I do have some really close friends that are on those staffs, Scott Sutton and and then, of course, the radio crews. Those, those are the guys that I feel pain for because I'm watching last night and I'm like, man, I remember – how 0 and 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 felt. And it did not feel good. And you had to come back from like 28 down to get your uh, first conference win against Iowa State that night. Unbelievable. So it's not easy, the Big 12, that's for sure. Those are the tiers of 12. We got our number three coming up here on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Ask the Benchwarmers here on 100.7 The Score. you got about nine and a half minutes to get your questions in to the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. I'll give you a couple of uh, recommendations here on the Netflix. Beef was pretty dang good. A little surprising how dark it got, but it was pretty dang good. And then I'm looking forward to watching Six Nations Full Contact. Any idea what this is? No. This is something I didn't know actually went down. It's uh, Europe's best rugby teams compete for the 2023 Guinness Six Nations Trophy. Scotland, Ireland, England, they all get together and smack each other around for a good amount of time. I did start uh, Sunderland... Till I die. Till I die. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't realize it was two seasons worth. Right. Yeah. 
I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I got into it. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to watch this whole thing tonight. No, no, not at all. Uh, but this rugby deal looks fascinating. I wish I could have played rugby. That would have been fun. Uh, slamming into people and without much regard and trying to leverage folks and then pitching it to Lucas on the outside so he could do all the running. <laughs> it's that Kiwi blood, David. Yeah. There used to be a... Oh, that's on the tiny wheel, too. That's a punishment. Do the haka. Oh, yeah, it is. We got to get the tiny wheel going. We got we to gotta figure that out. If you if you want to delegate, I can figure it out. What the the wheel? Yeah, we got to get predictions going again. No, 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 Lucas. What's our ruling on this? Football season, August thirty first. Yeah, I would say so. Man, it's just because you zero knowledge of what's going to happen in the Big Twelve, and we all would be on the wheel. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Well, we also have WNBA coming up, so, and then the US. FL. I mean, if you're if you're doing this with Woodman, used to do WNBA pickums. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you have like yeah. NASCAR on the on the. No, pick-ems. we don't need NASCAR on the wheel. I'm like, yeah. you know, who's going to finish first in the? We'll do golf pickums. We'll do some drafts, but yeah, Lucas hates the golf pickums. But there's nothing on the golf pickums. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, and it's hard. Yeah, and trust me, golf these days is a much more difficult sport to follow. It fell off quite a bit with Tiger and everybody yeah. going to. Well, Tiger didn't go anywhere. He's just getting old. Yeah, he's just getting old. I mean, Phil went to live. So the last one I was the Valentine's Day one. I think that's the one I remember from last night, uh, episode sixteen of season two. Okay. Whenever he he goes to corporate and gets a New York slice and uh, Sparrow. Yeah. I don't think I've made it. I, I the white speech was rolling whenever I was asleep, but. People come here, you know, It's uh, get, they, they do really <laughs> touristy things, you know. Not me. I come right here. I don't like to go to the uh, Empire State Building. I come right here. This is the center of society right here, Times Square. And I'm going to get me a local slice from Sparrow. Michael says you need to watch uh, Dumb Money on Netflix. It's about the GameStop stock a few years ago. I did. I've watched that. And that it was, was a movie, though, right? Because didn't it have like uh this documentary. Really? Yeah. But it was just done by all of... Because uh, there are actors in that, right? I mean, wasn't Seth Rogen involved in that? I don't... I think you're thinking of something else. Okay. Dumb money. Kiwi blood. Horse oh, no. That This is a movie. I, I have not watched this. Yeah, that's with Seth Rogen, right? I have not watched this. Okay. I will watch this. Thank you. There was a documentary done on this and this guy that's the lead actor has been in a a few things and i like him uh paul dano is his name okay yeah i have not watched this thank you i will for sure uh benchwarmer's worst u.s holiday paul dano in uh the girl next door yeah. That's the first time I ever laid my eyes on him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What was your question? Sorry, I, I saw him and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, girl next door. Benchwarmer's worst U.S. holiday. I don't get to celebrate many holidays. So anyone that's on a Monday, Labor Day, Labor Day is probably one because I've worked every single Labor Day to my knowledge. Oh, man, Labor Day is way up there for me. I work it all the time. It's not a holiday. It's just way up there. 
like it, it that's a joke running joke in my house is when everybody has monday or whatever holiday off they're like you off you off monday dad okay thanks appreciate it you know i'm not off why is it way up there for you because you actually get to celebrate it football yeah i don't i'm working football's return yeah, if you associate it with that, but that's also works returned for me. That's yes, true. Uh, Michael does to go on and say, no, it's a movie hacks. Yes, Seth Rogen is in it. Okay, yeah. But right by here, it's Eat the Rich, the GameStop saga. Okay. That was the doc that I watched. But yeah, dumb money, watching that for sure. Um, let's see. Paul Dano was fantastic in Little Miss Sunshine. Yes, he was. I remember that too. Kiwi Blood, horse name, yeah. Um, that's, I mean, it's the All Blacks. You know, it was really depressing. I'll tell you, there's a lot that's depressing. Um, my dad, born in New Zealand, has been back a ton. I've only been once. I went when I was 18. And... He'll bring back uh, some clothing gifts. Um, you get the sweet shirt they used to wear at the club all the time? No. Uh, they, people in New Zealand are much smaller than us fatties in the United <laughs> States. Like, he brought me back a double XL and I couldn't fit that thing around my leg. Feel good about yourself. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was an all blacks jersey, too. Maybe that would be my goal is to get into that thing. What uh, unexpected win do you see possible for Tech basketball and what unexpected loss? Uh, I think I mentioned this. I can't – they're all running together at this point, but I said Kansas as a win for Texas Tech. I know it's at home, but still, <clears throat> I don't think many people are going to expect that to be a win. I'll give the Red Raiders a win there at home. Uh, unexpected loss. I'm sure there could be a TCU in there. Maybe. Where's West Virginia? There. There. We'll go that. I'm going to take um, win at Iowa State for a surprise, and I'm going to take loss at UCF as a surprise. Yeah. I think a win at Baylor would be a surprise for me. Okay. Loss? Probably one of ours. West Virginia. <clears throat> that UCF one's a good call, too, though. Uh, Bobby Hot Dog says, Sounds like Hax's dad brought him back a Schmedium Fonzie shirt from New Zealand. <laughs> Paul Dano as the Riddler was awesome in Batman. Uh, oh, boy, here we go. Uh, going to New Zealand in June, what should I see and bring back? Um well, <laughs> Hobbit double XL. <laughs> um, you should do so much stuff. Um, I didn't get to spend a lot of time in the far South Island. Uh, it was more on the North Island, but you should definitely do the luge at Rotorua. Um, be prepared for speed. And uh, some unleashed fun there. Um, there's dunes at the north end. There's mountains at the south end. There's dormant volcanoes to 
ski on. There's so much to do in New Zealand and bring back some uh, Kiwi figurines. That's what I did. The bird. <clears throat> Are you going to touch the bullfighter benchwarmers question as we Where is it? come to an end here? Which is the hardest song to sing? Loving you, I will always love you, or unbreak my heart. I would think I would would always love you. I don't know those high notes for loving you. Loving you. And that's how we'll end the program today. It's easy because you're beautiful. Thanks to Collier. Thanks to Lucas. Bottom line, I'm coming up next. Thank goodness. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.